Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest edition of Grecian's Gossip. And we're back to full strength again for the first time in a little while. Um, I've got David Byram. Hello. Jamie Hawkins. Hello. And Dan Clark. Hello. Um, plenty to cover, so let's crack on. Um... Well, a couple of excellent back-to-back away wins for City, but Grimsby were the most recent one, 1-0 away win. David, you were up there for us. Um, what type of game was it, was it, and do you think City merited the points? Um, it wasn't a classic, to be honest. <laughs> uh, Grimsby saw a lot of the ball, and they were a lot more spirited than you think for a side who hadn't won in, what was it, 13 games at the time, I think it's now 14 games. Um, and, you know, they, they controlled the ball quite well, but lacked the cutting edge, and City sort of just kept them at arm's length and had one shot on target, a penalty they scored from it. Grimsby had a penalty of their own they, they missed and, uh, you know, I think everyone went home satisfied if, if the game didn't live, even if the game didn't live long in the memory. Mm. Quite interesting comments from uh, Jake Taylor, I think it was, wasn't it, talking about how he'd been booked by the, the referee earlier in the season. Was it earlier this season? Or yeah, 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 so uh, at Crawley, actually, he'd been booked uh, for diving. And uh, at the time, I, I thought it was a little harsh, but he did go down rather acrobatically. And the refs, the ref was the same ref as at Grimsby on Saturday, and he said, "I booked you for diving earlier in the season before the game even started," which I thought was an interesting, uh, I interesting thought, I thought it was comment interesting. to make. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so uh, when when he went down injured, it's all here and there, or injured for the penalty as we heard in the audio later. Uh, he. Uh, Said he thought he was going to get booked again, but <laughs> thankfully the, the ref gave it the right way this time. Yeah, sure. Uh, Jamie, what did you? I mean, I know you weren't at the game, but I mean, what a what a useful win for City that was. Yeah, absolutely. After the, a great win at Crew as well, I think. I don't know. I think the mood was sort of a bit down after the the Mansfield game um, before you know losing at home for the first time in a while. Didn't play particularly well. Um, and to lose against one of your promotion rivals is always a bit disheartening. Um, but they bounce back in style, albeit with the most dramatic of, of finishes you, you'll you see um, at Crew. And then um, to go to a, a team that you know was struggling without a manager, you, you're looking at three points, but it's always a potential banana skin, I suppose, when you sack a manager that the team seemed to do well. Um, and yeah, from what I gathered, it wasn't... A, a great game didn't play as, as well as we have for a lot of the season but at this stage of the season it's just about three points isn't it uh, result first performance second and um, you know it's another sign of getting a, an early goal and, and seeing the game out as we did for a lot of the, the start of the season particularly at home which shows a great resiliency um, you know a few changes as well and um, yeah it was just a, a great result like I said the performance is, is second for me at the moment it, it really doesn't matter when you're at this stage of the season you just want to get the points on the board and um, you know escaped that that run of hard games playing teams I think it was like five of the top nine in a row or something like that and now you're looking at the fixtures Chesterfield on, on Saturday and you've got Yeovil coming up um, Carlisle as well home games as well 
So it's it's looking pretty strong at the moment. Mm. I guess the other thing, Dad, is that results seem to have gone City's way as well, particularly with um, Tuesday night games. Yeah, you sort of look at it and you sort of, well, particularly with Saturday, when you're sort of watching, you know, seeing City hang, you know, sort of not so much hanging on, but grinding out a one-nil win in a, you know, a, a tricky-ish away game, not really playing at their best, and sort of looking around and seeing. You know, everyone else sort of just dropping points in that you'd never expect, you know. Sort of Wickham somehow managing to come lose at home to Morecambe and concede four goals in the process. And and all, I think, you know, and also it was the, the fact that, you know, sides behind them, they weren't winning either. They were dropping points left, right and centre. That means that, you know, City, I think they're sort of five or six points ahead of the sides in eighth and ninth. And they've got two games in hand on them as well. So even if, you know, this next few, you know, this game doesn't go as well as we might expect City to do that you know they need to pick up a couple of draws maybe anything they're still going to be in the playoffs and that's sort of they've given themselves a you know a bit of breathing space and you know to look over their shoulder uh, a couple of weeks ago we were sort of seeing you know City how important it was they just snuck back into seventh ahead of eighth even though there's a long way to go and in the space of just a couple of weeks it's suddenly gone from being on the edge of the playoffs to Comfortably inside them with with gaps with points and games in hand and you know I think it's looking if they win they you know got their games in hand if they win them they'll go yeah you know, you know, third in the table so it's back entirely in in their own hands really and you know there isn't really anyone perhaps other than Accrington who at the moment you know are on a run of form then no one's putting you know back to back wins together and. It's sort of all bunching up. So, if you, you know, particularly with the fixtures that Exeter have got coming up, you know, three comfortable home games and then Port Vale and uh, Morecambe away, you'd be looking at that and you'd sort of say, well, you'd want minimum 10 points out of 15, if not much more, which is, you know, you probably would want more than that and expect more than that. And all of a sudden it's gone from, you know, a couple of weeks ago saying, well, just make sure you finish seventh, get in the playoffs, go from there. You got a realistic you know, chance of getting into the top three and getting that automatic promotion spot as well. Mm. And there's the added uh, complexity now, Steve Evans leaving Mansfield as well. You know, how will that affect them and their running? Oh, yeah, of course. Has he taken up... Did he get a new job? Peterborough. Peterborough, I thought yeah. he was. Yeah, it yeah. still seemed to happen so quickly. I wasn't sure I could bleed my eyes. But, um, but yeah, there we, there we go. Nothing really surprises me with Steve Evans. They were one of the sides who, who were actually putting the runner forms together. Obviously, they won at St James' Park last week and looked to be one of the better sides we'd actually seen there this season. So, you know, it's, you know puts them in a, an issue. They've got to find a new manager. You never know. You know, it might take them a week or so to get the right man in for that one, and then he's got to put his own stamp and style on the players, and you know it might lift them, it might knock them backwards, and all of a sudden that you know you you might be thinking you know they're not quite the side people were expecting them to. Wickham, another one, they were they would put the run together, but back to back home defeats, and they're sort of on the slide a little bit as well. So it's, it could be a, you know it's been a really good week for City, and could be. You know, next week could be even better if they get the wins we think they can do. Mm, yeah, it's definitely not the timing you'd want if you're a Mansfield fan, is it? Certainly for all of that. Just talking about run-ins and games, David, you were using this um, that predictor, weren't you, for the uh, come the end of the season? I mean, do you want to talk to us a bit just about that and also to what you what you concluded might happen? <laughs> come the, uh... Well, I mean, it's available to everyone to use on our site, and it's really good uh, an idea of getting getting an idea of other teams' run-ins as well. 
And on paper, City do have the easiest area, I think Luton have got to play Accrington and I think Mansfield as well, actually. So, uh, you know, they've got a tough run themselves, they're top of the league, but, you know, they, they've slipped up against Cheltenham, which could prove decisive now. Um, and, I mean, I did it myself. I was a little, perhaps a little harsh on City. I think I had them dropping points against uh, against Carlisle, uh, losing to Lincoln and Accrington. So I, I, you know, I, I was trying to be quite harsh on City. I, I had them finishing three points off the title, but in fourth place. So mm. it could, it could end up being a really tight end for the season. Uh, you know, I, did, I think the average actually predict, uh, sort of predicted place amongst fans. Uh, he perhaps you know might be a little easier on City. I don't know, but um, you know I think the average out of the ones I saw was about two point seven, which obviously you know would would be second or third, which would give them automatic promotion. And he'd probably take that. You know, some sometimes have them winning the league, which you know it's entirely possible now that we've seen Luton stumble a little and they've got and we look at their running, um, and a couple of fans have them finishing outside the playoffs. So you know it's it's a really interesting gadget to to use and, and sort of see how you think it can pan out because it's all well and good saying oh I think City will win this game or I think City will win that game but you know as you can see it's about what other teams are doing as well mm. Jamie Dan have you two used it as well yeah I think um, I and most people I think had Luton to, to win the league I was very generous and then my goal to hit 100 points oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. very generous yeah. Um, but yeah I had I think my top three was Wickham and Accrington. Um, I think I'd say fourth, but again, as they just just missing out, so it really could go to the last game or two. Um, yeah, I think I had City only to lose a couple more games of the season. I think you got tricky trips to Lincoln and, and Accrington coming up, um, so that could be quite crucial in the automatic promotion race. But um, yeah, I think the top seven was pretty much similar to what it is now. I think City to play commentary in the playoffs, which could be could be good. Um, but yeah, I didn't have many points separating the top seven, so it just shows how, how close it is, really. I think there's a slightly bit of a gap forming outside of the playoffs now, um, although Coventry had picked up a massive win at Wickham on, on Tuesday night, which dragged them back into the race. Um, so yeah, it really it's fascinating, really going through every game because it's so hard to call. League two, it's just keep saying it, it's cliche, but anyone can beat anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one would have seen Morecambe score four goals at Wickham on on Saturday, so it's it's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, do you use it? You uh, yeah, it? I actually had uh, City finishing second in oh, the in wow. the table <laughs> in the table, but I think there was about four points between or, like three or four points between them and sixth or seventh. So, sort of. You know, it would be a very interesting and exciting last day of the season and very nerve-wracking if there's sort of about six teams all battling over yeah. over two spots. I don't think I don't think I think I had City on about 81, 82 points at the end of the season and finishing second, and then about four other teams on eighty points afterwards. So very much in. I'd also had Luton winning the league and probably quite comfortably actually. Good. That seems to be in the, the end. In the end, yeah, but the yeah, it looked like you know, sort of perhaps maybe a bit harder on other sides than you know, teams dropping points when you might not expect them to because everyone does but I did have City second but only just and you know it shows that there's still a long there's still a long way to go I get in the season and lots of big games involving sides at the top of the division and then also 
you know, sides at the bottom of the division suddenly start fighting for their lives and picking up points you, you know, they have never done all season, but once it comes to April and May, all of a sudden, you know, you know say away to Barnet or, you know, some, or Chesterfield, all of a sudden becomes a lot trickier trip than it would have done earlier in the season because they know they have to win or they're down. Mm, horrible games, those aren't they? You've got to go away and play tons too much. Um, well, David, you caught up with um, Paul Tisdale. Did you? I, I don't know if he's used the Devon Live League 2 predictor <laughs> or not, but uh, did you ask him? Or, uh, no, unfortunately not. Okay, missed, missed a trick there. But anyhow, you caught up with him. Let's hear what, uh, what he had to say. A very different performance to uh, the uh, game on Tuesday at Crewe, but equally as important and another three points, so six points on the road this week. Uh, we feel pretty pleased with ourselves. You said a, a very different win and a different performance because Grimsby Town gave you a real contest today. They, yeah, they did. I mean, they, they deserve something today. If you if you if you're neutral watching the flow of the game, you'd say they deserve something. But we got our noses in front. Just about kept it when they missed their penalty, and and then we just dug in. You know, it was um, it's a sort of performance again. Whereas Tuesday was something that gives you confidence going forward. Today gives you confidence because we just defended so well and just were, were so sort of resilient and and determined and made life very difficult for them. I mean, they played really well today, and they. Paul Wilkinson had them really geared up, and they 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 had some, some good play about them. But they were so, I said to him afterwards, you know, they were so um, so keen and, and and eager to do things. They probably didn't take a deep breath when they needed to. And that was probably the difference. We probably just had that, that sort of, I suppose, confidence where we are, and we were able just to do the basics one bit, one step after the next, and we managed to hold on. There some big sort of defensive performances there, especially second half. So really pleased. Um, you talk about the defensive performances. Uh, Jaden Stockley is effective in one box, but today he was equally effective in, in the other. I don't think it's just today. I think he's done that regularly. Um, you know, I think we're, we're, we're job specific when it comes to set pieces, and he's got his job to do like, the, like the, all the others have, and he did it well today. Uh, the penalties you touched on. Your view on, on both of them? Well, the referee by and large did very well today. I, 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 I honestly. Can't and no, I'm not. I'm not skirting the, the point. I, from where I stand, it's very hard to see that you, you always have a better view than me. And I, referee sees what he's what he what he sees, and he gives it both ends. And he gave one for us and one for them. So yeah. uh, there we are. That's it's, it's what matters. What the referee gives. At this stage of the season, with the result and the performance, is that typical of the, the, this stage of the season? Sometimes you've got to win in a, in, a, in a battling kind of way. It's all about the points. It's all about the points, and you know we we. We were focused today and we've, we've got the points. Six points on the road now this week. It's equally important to carry these results forward into, into the home games. Yeah, I mean, halfway through the season, we we discussed the differences between the home and away form and results. And we've instantly, in, since that since that point, we've got three wins from our last four away games. So hopefully that's a sign of things to come. We can add that and keep our home form going. We'll be in with a good... Uh, a good, a good um, opportunity at the end of the season. And finally, from me, you were backed again by another terrific follower, and just as you were on Tuesday night, just a word for those supporters. Yeah, they, again, what I, mean, I saw on the um, on the, uh, the social media this morning how, how far the journey was um, to get here. I mean, we just sort of sit on our coach and, and sort of switch off. But for those people making that journey, it was a terrific journey to make um, so thank you to all of those and the guy that was stood there with that shirt on at the end thank you <laughs> thank you very much and are you sure because <laughs> it was cold today we need to get him looked at <laughs> the rest of them thank you very much for coming and 
Uh, please follow us again. Keep coming. Well done today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Paul, you're also been pleased as well uh, with the lack of chances they had when you went down to their men as well. Yeah, I thought we, we, we did that really well. Lloyd James came on and did superbly well. <laughs> he actually, um, I mean, he's played right back numerous times in the past, especially for Southampton. He's done it. He's done it. Does it very well. So he, he was a he was he was a, a good fit to come on. And then we obviously changed it for the last five minutes with John Story coming on. But we did really well with with with, with ten men. Um, and uh, just right across the board, we did the basics pretty well today. The, when it came to the penalty boxes, we did what, what, what mattered. And Troy Brown made that hook out in the last minute. What a. I mean, that's one thing I couldn't see. The ball's bounced in there. I'm thinking it's a goal for them. And he's managed to get his toe on the end of it. So that's what it's all about. Right, that was um, Paul Tisdale there. So um, Chesterfield coming up this weekend. Uh, sort of a kind of run of three games at St James's Park. What I'm almost curious about is after two excellent away wins and. A slightly disappointing home result. Have City done a bit of a role reversal? Do we think? You know, suddenly addressed. You know, I mean, their home form has been so strong recently. Have they suddenly found some away form and are they going to have a wobble at home now? Do we think at all? I wouldn't go that far. I think you know, Mansfield were a good side and they played well and they deserve to win. And you know, a game like that is always in the balance, isn't it? You know, you can win that or lose that. And you, you know, I think everyone was a bit disappointed with the manner in which the game was lost because City didn't really create that many chances. Uh, in fact, you know, you could probably play that as an exact opposite of the the Grimsby game a week later, really, in the fact that Grimsby had a lot of the ball like City did, but didn't create many chances themselves. Um, so I think it's these three games coming up now. You know, it's uh, Chesterfield, Carlisle, and in the Oval, and it's those three games that City should be looking to win. And I think then we'll sort of find out how how strong City's form is. And uh, I think it is a really important period with. You know, I think Jamie worked out last week. It's seven games in March, so uh, so you know, win these three games, get off to a flyer, and who knows what can happen. Mm. Jamie, from a City fans' perspective, are they are they heading into Saturday's game? Are, are they going to be nervy at all given the Mansfield result, or is that in the past? Do you think? And yeah, I think a lot of football's been played since then. A lot of travelling, two games, um, but it's Chesterfield who I think when the two sides last played in October, November time, they were bottom of the league I think and Jack Leicester just come in as manager club legend um, and I wasn't at the game but it sounded like they deserved to win that game 1-0 um, and you know they, they picked up a bit after then and I think they've dragged themselves back into it but they won the last game so they've got that big confidence boost of course um, so it's going to be a, a tricky game actually and harder than some people might think um, and a game that you know can't really see too many goals it could be a scrappy one, but um, I would hope they haven't got the Mansfield game in their mind because the home form has been pretty good so far. I think that was the first home loss in quite a few matches. Um, I think we had like seven, six or seven home wins in a row, something like that. Um, so you've got to be looking at three points. Um, it's just going to be difficult obviously the pitch the way it is at the moment and with what the forecast is is going to be like over the next couple of days who knows what state it's going to be in come Saturday um, so that will make it difficult to play of course but um, yeah I think there'll be a lot of confidence among uh, the players especially after the last two away wins and um, but you know there is that fear that you know a team fighting for their lives um, at the bottom of the league will put in a a great performance as we said with Morecambe at Wickham on 
last Saturday. Dan, what kind of points return do you think City have to be looking at from these three home games? I think you probably start with you want six or seven. I think you you'd probably, you you want you got to win at least two of them. I think, and then you know a draw in the other one is is probably the minimum requirement. Realistically, I mean, you can sort of say that Chesterfield obviously had a good win last week. They are fighting for their lives down at the bottom, but they're in the relegation zone, and we've played what two thirds of the season, probably more than that by now, and that gives you a bit of an indicator as to actually how good they are. And over this course of the season, they have been one of the worst two sides in the division. It's that you know it's been good. They've been good at home, but it's the away form that struggled on them. So you'd be looking at that and going. Okay, you'd expect to win that game, even if you know, because City are a better side than them. I guess the same with the o- the Oval, you know, game in a couple of weeks as well. There, another side, you know, down at the bottom of the league, not been in the greatest form. Again, it's been the home form that's, you know, been where they've been picking up points. And you'd expect, you know, even though City were were pretty poor at Hewish Park just before Christmas, and have actually struggled against Oval in in recent years despite being the better side to pick up points against them. Obviously a dramatic comeback last year but should never, they were 3-0 down after 88 minutes and you, you ne- you're never going to come back from that again almost so to speak. So you, you know, recent records suggest Yeovil are a side City struggles against but you'd still find, think they are much better and should beat them and you know, Carlisle are picking up a little bit of form at the moment but it's, they're not quite the side that they were last season when we had those dramatic playoff games. So you, you'd think that they're beatable as well. So, you know, it's nine points isn't entirely unrealistic. It's, you know, perfectly possible. But you'd probably go you'd probably go six, seven points minimum and try and win all three if you can. But if you come away with, with seven points, I think, you know, City aren't going to drop anywhere in the league and they're going to probably move, you know, up from up to about... You know, maybe third or fourth in the table, and you know, give themselves a great chance of you know getting into the top three. Mm. Yeah, I know six, seven, so that you'd have thought they'd be be pretty happy. With I mean, uh, we also got a question from um, Anthony Beveridge. Thanks for the question, Anthony. He asked, "Will the next three games define the season and where City finish?" David, three games. I mean, is that a bit much, or do you do you uh, think they really could have a bearing on things? I do. I. It's a difficult one, really. I think. You know, you probably won't gain a lot from these three games. If City win these three games, you won't know if they're going to be in promotion places or anything like that. And, you know, at the end of the season, if City finish top three, we're not going to look back on, oh, wow, it was those wins over Chesterfield, Carlisle and Yeovil that really defined the season. But at the same time, you know, you look back, you know, you get to the end of the season and City in the playoffs or, you know, God forbid City have dropped out in the top seven altogether. Uh, You could look... and you look back at these three games you think oh well the drop points at Chesterfield against Chesterfield Carlisle and Yeovil that could you know that's come back to Horn City so uh, I think it's, it's you know I, I think it could be season defining for the wrong reasons if they don't if the games don't go well in a way but um, you know I, I think it's an important run of games but you know you won't really know know how they've impacted City season till, till after them really I think mm. Do we know much about how is he going to line things up and is anyone coming back in or any into contention, into contention? Well, Kane Wilson suspended after his red card against Grimsby, uh, but Pierce Sweeney should actually be fit for that. Um, I think by, by all accounts, he sort of just had to prove his fitness before he can pull his out. Sounded pretty confident about him, confident about him doing that. Um, so, but apart from that, I can't really see too many changes. You know, they 
they were solid against Grimsby and I think that's what Paul Thizar's really looked for in a side this season so uh, I think we could see it as is much for muchness okay predictions Jamie what are you um, thinking yeah like you said I'm thinking a scrappy um, encounter um, I'm going to go 1-0 City win City down um, I can't see City not winning this game 2-0 uh, to the Grecians Oh, I was going to go 2-0, so I'll go 2-1. <laughs> 2-1 then, all right. Well, three wins. Three wins out of three, so let's uh, keep our fingers crossed. Right, well, thanks very much for joining us, everyone, and um, we'll catch you next week. Week. <laughs>